Welcome to Living from Heaven number 10. Wow, we made it. <laughs> we made it, or maybe just stuck around to go, oh my gosh, I can't wait to build a website to like diss this dude as a heretic. <laughs> so, <laughs> and if that's what you want to do, awesome. I love it. At least uh, send me a link so I can at least look at it because, yeah, there's probably some truth in there I need to grow. Anyway, I know I'm just a smart ass sometimes. Anyway, um, besides that, I don't know. You know, another year or so, I don't even know if I'm going to agree with everything I'm saying, but I know that it's a base for you to move from. So, thank you. All right, here we go. We've got a few nuggets to start with, and what are we going to go into? We're going to go into uh, some encounters, what to do with them, and a bit of the restoration of all things, and then deconstructing the mind. So, I'm there's three things, so they're going to be a little bit shorter on those pieces. And if there was something that you were dying to hear uh, or have me talk about, you're going to have to just ask it in the final uh, Google Meet or Zoom or whatever we're using session on that. Okay, fair enough. All right, here we go. Why now? You're going to be in the heavenly realms. You don't need to do all this stuff right now. So why now? Why keep pushing forward? It, I ask myself that, that sometimes. And there's something about this incubator that we call Earth and the cosmos that you can only do right now. It's going to set you up. And I don't totally understand this. I just have had glimpses of it. But you're going to be learning at another stage whatever that stage is when you pass into the next realm and i don't even know what passing means uh, just learning some of that stuff myself but the earth is longing for you and not just the earth the cosmos is longing and looking over this past year to uh, i've been i guess the word integrating understanding in Enoch's classroom and realizing there's a whole lot out there beyond all the telescopes and what man calls science and in the blackness that isn't empty uh, that we get to create and form and so they truly are waiting for you you have something unique that is an expression that you signed up for to step into this time and this place and this space. You're not going to be in this little bubble, however we leave it, I don't know, forever. But it's your moment to live in that. First thing. Second, go slow. Do I need to repeat that? Go slow. Please don't try to get somewhere and bypass the good discipline, the good training that is in front of you because it's about relationship. It's not attaining to something. It's not trying to say, I want to levitate, I want to levitate, I want to levitate. You know what, if you, that's all you really want to do, you can go somewhere else and go levitate. But this is about a process of walking 
with those who've gone before, with walking and discovering Yahweh. And there's times that we so want to be somewhere else. And you know what? I've said it before. If you're a fifth grader, be a fifth grader. Enjoy it. Don't try to get to somewhere you're not supposed to be yet. And you know what? If you frame that up, you will get there. That's what being a king's about. That's why I'm telling you, go slow. These lessons and things are beautiful and they're easier to learn as you just walk with Papa and Mama Ruach and Yeshua, AKA Jesus Christ. All right, the last one of the little nuggets. And that is 99% of the time you will be off course. You'll be going the wrong direction. Yep. You'll be on track about 1% of the time. So get used to it. And here's what I mean by that. So I live on the west coast of the United States and if I'm going to take a sailboat from here to Hawaii 99% of the time, I'm going to be off course. I'm going to be doing my rudder, my sail, and all that. I'm constantly changing. So I do something called windsurfing, and it's the same thing. I'm riding the wind and the waves, and there's gusts. There's all sorts of things happening. I'm moving my feet. I'm moving. I'm strapped in on a harness, and I'm moving the sail forward, backward, this way, that way, and tilting, all these type of things, moving my body up, down, twisting my ankles, all those things. 99% of the time, I'm off course, and I'm making constant micro adjustments. But as you do that over time, you are going to get to where you go. So quit trying to think about, oh, I'm going to be on track, you know, I'm going to get, you know, 70%, then 80%, and then 90%. No, you're going to be off course 99% of the time, and it's constant adjustment. I have to coach myself almost every freaking morning, okay? I just, it's just the way it is. I, I don't know. And I'm not trying to frame like, oh, it's going to be that way tomorrow morning. I just know this is how it's been. Okay. But I look back and I go, wow, man, I've grown, I've grown. And then same in sailings for me windsurfing. I look and go, oh my goodness, I just went like a half a mile. And I'm actually where I wanted to be. But 99% of the time, I was micro off. And I just kept making adjustments. So think of it that way to give yourself some grace in this process. It's a journey that's going to take long. Remember what I just said? Slow down and enjoy and feel. I think in the last time I told you my grandfather died, I just like wiped most things off my list and I just said, I want to grieve. I want to think. I want to cry. I want to process. I don't want it to go fast. I don't want it to go slow. I want to be in the moment and learn and receive. And you know what? There were some things that, that literally in those few days the Lord did with that that have changed my life forever. But if I wanted to go fast, it wouldn't really have worked. If I wanted to just get through the pain, it wouldn't have happened. This is a big topic and that's the restoration of all things. There's disagreement out there right now. This is what, the end of 2021 for me. And 
some people say, oh, you can't restore everything, you can restore everything. Come to your own conclusion. However, I will say all of creation longs, all of creation, did I say that? All of creation longs for the sons of God to be revealed because they're all waiting for us to reveal and bring them back into the restoration of what they were before. So start asking the trees, tree, what would you be like if you were fully restored? Look at your animal, what, what would you be like if you were fully restored? And you actually get this naturally, because you're doing something to take care of your body. You're probably doing some exercise, you're probably sleeping, you're probably at least thinking about eating right. Well, why are you really doing that? Because you know you want to live for a while. You know, like every human being, something in them knows that they don't want to die. They don't want death. And so why we try to live as long as we can, but then we accept something that maybe not be true. Well, what, what about some of those things? Now, there's some tough ones out there, like mosquitoes. I haven't figured out what they're supposed to be, <laughs> honestly. Uh, remember it says in... Uh, Book of Revelation, um, the lion would lay down with the lamb. They're going to be vegetarians. Maybe they're not even eating. We're going to be breatharians. I don't know. What I'm just saying is start thinking about everything. What would it look like to be restored into the fullness of intent that it was originally made to be? You see, Creation came under a curse, right? And that's kind of a unique one, whole other topic. But it's under a curse, and we're the ones reversing the curse. That's what Jesus did. Reverse the curse. That's what you're supposed to be doing. He said, hey, there's another sidebar. It just came to me, so I'm going to speak it out. <sighs> okay. I've seen Jesus in the Spirit. It's awesome. Like... He veils himself, or you know, if he really showed all his true glory, I would be obliterated, okay? So he's framed himself so I can communicate with him. However, think about the disciples. They said, Jesus said to them, hey, I got to go because this helper is going to come back and is going to teach you all things. At this moment, the helper is going to be better than me for you. Now I'm sitting there thinking, okay, if I put myself in there, shows Jesus in the flesh, whoa, and then he says, I gotta go because there's this thing coming, and then the thing coming can't you can't see, feel, touch. All right, so if we're gonna believe that, then you have the thing that Jesus says that's even better than him being there in the flesh right next to you, and that is the Holy Spirit. And so you don't have to figure all these things out. Like, the Holy Spirit is our helper, is our teacher, has the answers that we're looking for. But as you begin to reframe things into a restorative place and space, then you can speak different things into those. So in this current um, pandemic, there are some people making some laws that I don't agree with that are affecting me and affecting people I love. Now, I'm going to heaven and dealing with some of those things, some of those other things. People, in fact, some of the people in my life, well, why aren't you going up and having to deal with these things? Because the Lord didn't give me permission to, and it's not my area. And that's why some of you need to, like, get your butts in gear and get into heaven to deal with them. Because I'm not going to step into your space.
In fact, I can't. It's not mine to do. To back up, though, for those people, I may be speaking things and bringing things to court, but I've actually gone in the spirit into their living rooms and blessed them and listened to them and called out their destiny. In fact, recently, one of them did something very bad, I think, that would have a lot of bad ramifications. And by the end of the day, I was like, Lord, I love this person. I want you to bring them into the restoration. Because technically, they're really just, they're hurting themselves and trying to go about through the tree of knowledge of good and evil, like I've done before, and manipulate things and use their power to gain things. So when I step out of heaven and come back and look at them from the Lord's point of view, I look at them from a restoration of all things viewpoint. Okay, second thing is the deconstruction of your mind. And I learned just that idea from Mike Parsons has a series on that. And I think he has, I don't know, eight to ten things that he went through in deconstructing his mind. And I actually bought the series and went through it myself. Really helped me. You don't need to buy the series unless it's something you want to do. So I'm just going to talk about the pillars in our mind that are there. So sometimes we're trying to build things on top of false pillars, but they need to be torn down before you can build something anew. The Lord is in my life, done it more often than I'd like to admit, stripped away everything, and it kind of looked like went with it and found a couple things that were worthy and built upon those, and we built new foundations. Again, the patience. We can build this high things, but if the foundation isn't right, you know what's going to happen. So I just wrote down a few uh, areas to think about deconstructing. And instead of trying to rebuild some things, say, Lord, I'm open. This area of my life, help me deconstruct it. If I was you, like, again, when you do stuff in heaven, it's like the real deal. I wouldn't do all these at once. I'd figure out one. And I just like literally just sat down and thought some of these. You're going to have different ones, but these are some good ones that might resonate with you. First, your family of origin. Your family of origin technically is in heaven. So rethinking that one. The Bible. A lot of you uh, come from the Bible or um, the Torah uh, or whatever, uh, the Quran, uh, the Book of Mormon, um, whatever writings you have. So you have a belief system about that. Probably needs to be deconstructed. In other words, torn down. And there's pieces of truth in it that the Lord will actually save and rebuild and remold those to build something bigger and better on that religion. Now, don't, don't tell me you didn't grow up in any religion. Everyone has a religion. It just might not be named a religion. So look at that religion and start being third person. Start going to heaven and saying, all right, what do you see? How do you see that? Because as you begin to see, there's some good pieces in all of it. But see what's good and see like, ooh, that was an outcome of those things. Back in the day, I was a pastor. And I, over many years, I realized like, wow, I say I got to see the underbelly of the beast, meaning, there's all this, woo, the events, and woo, all that kind of stuff. And then you see, like, the real workings underneath it, and you go, ooh, that's, that's not very pretty. 
and I'm not saying all of them are like that, I'm just talking about my experience. You have a region of your country that you grew up. So I'm in the northwest of the United States. We are very different from, say, Texas or New York. So we have an atmosphere, the way people think here. But I need to deconstruct that because that's not who I am. The same thing as your country. So you have a passport probably. Well, and it says what country you're from. I, I'm a United States citizen, but you know what? I'm not a United States citizen because that doesn't define me because there's no different than my brothers and sisters on the other side of the border. That is not a division. I am one with every single person. Your destiny. So growing up, you have a desire, you want to see those things. I tease about around here in America, we're like, yeah, you, it used to be anyway, <laughs> you know, get married, you know, buy a house, have a dog, and 2.5 kids, and a retirement. Then you can use your retirement, everybody dies, you go to the nursing home, they stick a catheter in you, and you die. That's most people's idea of destiny. And what I'm saying is, that's just default. So go back to your default and say, well, what is my default? Do I really believe that? And like a lot of people around here, oh, I'm saving for retirement. Really? Why? I'm not saying not. I'm just saying, ask yourself the question. What's your destiny? Why are you working for those things? The other one is, you, you, you look in the mirror and go, well, I'm a, I'm a human being. Really? That's part of waking up to be, no, I have a flesh sack, and it's beautiful on sack, not meaning negative, like, man, I take care of this thing. I, I want it to, there's a reason it's here. But it's not me. It's a piece of me. It doesn't define me. This is going to help a lot of you, I just realized, with sickness. Because you believe, I am sick. I am, my family all has this issue. I'm still wrestling with some of those. To break out of that, it's like, no, it's a body. It's going to respond differently. I'm not trying to define it as who I am. Because I actually am the I am underneath the L I am. In other words, I'm an Elohim, son, prince, king, under the L Elohim, the king of kings. The end times. Okay. Everybody's got this thing, you know, uh, well, you're going to die and go to heaven or you're going to die and do something or nothing. Everybody has an idea of what that is, the end times uh, and how that works and what the, the passing will be. Go back and look. Just ask. It's not a big deal. Whatever you were taught, even if you say, I don't believe it, it's probably filtered into your framework. That's normal. How did things begin? What was creation? Go back and look at those. You may be dogmatic about things. You know what? <laughs> the more I've studied, the more I've heard people. I'm a little confused on that. I know where I began. I know what happened. But when it comes to the earth and the dirt and the slowed down time, how it began, thousands, millions, honestly, I don't know. But I can step out of time. So at least ask yourself those questions and see if those things, again, these are holding you back. And the Lord, it doesn't have to be a horrible, painful deconstruction. It can just be like, oh, that's wrong. Take pillar, remove pillar. Okay, now what are we going to rebuild it with? That right there 
in that moment is the scary part. It's not the deconstruction, it's having no structure and being okay with patience to say, I just lost something that I relied on, but now I have nothing in its place. That actually is the toughest, most painful place to stay and wait and build patience because remember, patience brings about goodness. Oh yeah. Um, what is the cosmos? That's the last one I had. Because we just think like it's all, you know, basically some black holes beyond you know, what our telescopes can see. But at least ask yourself the question, have I framed that? Some of these are more important to others. And so that's just a beginning of a little list on deconstructing the mind on how you frame those things. And I'm not telling you how to frame them. That's the beautiful journey. All right, here's the last piece for number 10, and that is what do you do with encounters? So I'm just telling you, if you go through this, it's something I carry. It's like you smell it, it's a frequency. If you step into these things, it's just a natural. I've heard back from people, they're saying, hey, I wasn't, you know, here's my level of encounter. And then I started hanging around you and oh my goodness, start, my mind started blowing. And I've heard it again and again and again. And so it's not arrogance, it's not, it just is. So what I'm telling you is, as you're patient, as you go through these things, that will be a natural outcome. So what do you do with these? You're gonna, how I, I ended up meeting some men in white, uh, some ever-living ones, uh, then my angels, and then some beings, and all those things. And right now, actually, I think a couple months ago, all of a sudden these five other beings, and I'm not gonna share those, I'm not even gonna tell you their name because they're precious to me. But I don't know what to do with them. I just see them. And I'm like, uh, okay, they've just been standing there. So, but I want to honor them. And so when it first begins, it's probably gonna freak you out, which is normal. Cause you're like, oh, am I just imagining things? I'm just saying, peace, rest. Ask Jesus, just say, hey, because the best way is always, like I don't go pursue anything, they come to me. He, as a friend, introduces them. And then I start asking a few questions. But more importantly than questions, because sometimes language is a shortcut to experience in a bad way, because you're cutting off the receiving. Because once I begin framing a question, I've actually cut things out. So it's more important just to be with them. And many of the more, uh, like, <laughs> just thought of Lady Wisdom, I don't ask a lot of questions. I just like being next to her. And I don't see everything, and, but, but I know that I'm next to her. And if she is all wise, I am just valuing being in her presence not trying to get answers to dumb things here on earth. And if I need an answer, I'm thinking she's smart enough 
to let me know those things. Make sense? There's some men in white that, um, that I have a relationship with. I, I've gotten upset with them. I've yelled at them. Um, we've had conversations. They're in a different space and place, and they usually always win, but at least they know that I love them, I value them, because I'm passionate, and that's okay. And I'm not saying to start there, but just, just be, observe. Turn your brain off a little bit and just enjoy who they are. And if you're trying to make something happen, you've just stepped into the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Just like, wow, I'm honored to be in your presence. And I just want you to know that I am going to value your presence, not knowing and not making up what I believe about you. And I, that's, a, that's a good point. I just popped out of me. So many of these characters, we have ideas about them that are wrong. Let them tell you their story. Let them tell you what they're thinking on that. And you're like, oh, that's different. That makes sense. Isn't it the same as you? Do you want people to just to assume everything about you? Or do you want to go, hey, why did you do that? What were you thinking when you did that? Why did you respond that way? That's interesting. How did you learn that? If you were going to do that again, what would you do? Those are good questions when you get to the conversation point. Now, when you get to beings, uh, angels, um, yeah, they, they all communicate differently. And again, I'm just talking about Kim's personal experience. <sighs> There's a, they, these beings, when they first started showing up, I like ask somebody who was um, more mature in the spirit, and I actually didn't get the answer I liked. So I was like, oh, okay, that's your answer. But mine was like, that's not my experience. So I, every kind of class of being that's in the spirit, they're a little bit different. And so be open to that. So I've talked about, I think about angels before, but just again, just to summarize, like if they're your angels and you have some assigned to you, that's where you ask some questions. You can just go, okay, you're assigned to me, so I'd love to know your name. I'd love to know what color you are. I'd love to know your frequency. I'd love to know what you do. I'd love to know why you do it. I'd love to know who were you assigned to in history? Mm -hmm. That's a great question right there. What's your name? And don't go telling everybody all this stuff because uh, it's private. If you're supposed to, you'll know. But especially don't tell the names uh, because you're actually giving something very unique away. That's yours on that. And so, you know, I don't mind talking about it, but if you and I are talking in private, okay. One of my best friends, he has some amazing experience. And he, he's one of my best friends, and I have to like draw stuff out of him. He's like, yeah, I was talking to that person. I was like, okay, pony up, dude. Like, come on, man, tell me some stuff on, you know, because we might be dealing with the same uh, being or angel. And I'm like, whoa, okay. So we can talk about those things, but it's actually kind of rare because I honor his walk and his angels and the beings he's talking to. And if we ever do talk about that stuff, the Lord is wanting us to. We feel a release because we're so connected to be able to do that. But I will say that it's actually rare. And a lot of the stuff I'm telling you, 
I, I wouldn't just talk to people about it because they get overwhelmed. They think, oh, they're so much better than me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's really not the intent. The intent is to share a frequency for you to have it. So that wraps up this session. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for walking through this. I hope you have a thousand more questions than you began with. And I hope the reason, the intent of why you started isn't the same now after getting through this 10th segment. And I would ask of you, it says to share all good things with teacher. I don't want your money. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know it's been said that way. Um, I've taught you. I've shared my life with you. At some point, write me an email, or you know, those of us on Living From Heaven, and just share an experience or share what it meant to you. Like, come on, let's be real. I still have this humanity that I need encouragement. Like, oh my gosh, this is actually working or something like that. Like, I'm going to do this no matter what, but it's a good thing to share. And I'm not saying, like, go out and share it right now. Just be open to that. The Lord will lead you because I need encouragement at points just like you do. Thank you for allowing me to walk with you. You are loved. And this whole series, don't look at Kim as much as saying, wow, somebody goofball guy who doesn't have it all together, all he did was hear from the Lord and said, I'm willing to trust you and move forward. And you can do the same thing in whatever Papa is wanting to walk with you through and for you to create. Much love from Kim and crew.